Hey, Sober Girls. Every life choice you make has an impact, and some choices are just easier than others. An easy choice for me has been adding Exact Nature CBD into my daily routine. Exact Nature's products can help curb cravings while promoting the positive changes in mood, focus, and my favorite, sleep. These are all part of getting and staying sober. They're available in oils, soft gels, and gummies, and in varying strengths and formulas. What I love most about Exact Nature is I know the quality is top tier and safe because their products are made by people in recovery for people in recovery. Go to exactnature.com to get 20% off your order. Use code SOBERGIRL20 at checkout. Being positive is a choice. Exact Nature just makes it easier. Welcome to a Sober Girl's Guide podcast, a lifestyle podcast based on sobriety and recovery. I'm your host and sober girl, Jessica Jabot. Inspired by my own sobriety and wellness journey, I want to spread the wealth of knowledge. Tune in each week for uncensored conversations about mental health, self-development, wellness and spirituality, and how they influence each guest's unique recovery journey. My goal is to educate and inspire and to let you know you are not alone on your recovery journey. Thanks so much for tuning in to a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Let's go! Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 186 of a Sober Girls Guide podcast. This episode is very special and a first for me. My girlfriend, Laura Drake, is here to talk about what it is like to date a sober girl. Now, in the past, Laura has dated men, and as she describes them as, well, let's be honest, alcoholics. So dating a sober girl is definitely a bit different. Laura shares her perspective on what that is like, and I, in turn, share my perspective on what it is like to date someone who has a somewhat healthy relationship with alcohol. This is such a fantastic conversation, so let's get into it. Hi, babe. How are you? Hello. (laughs) (laughs) I am really excited to have this conversation with you. And like, first of all, I just want to thank you for being here and being so like open and honest and willing to like share about yourself and about just like how it is dating like probably the best <laughs> person on earth just like a summer girl like no big deal <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it's my pleasure so first of all I want to kind of back it up like obviously I want to talk about what it is like dating a sober person because I'm the first one right yes yeah Okay. So I want to talk about kind of your dating history, like before me and what, what that was like. So what type of people were you attracting in your life? What does that look like? Uh, well, there was a few common threads with all of them and one yeah. being people that drink and actually use drugs as well. I think every single one of them, if I look back, yeah. um, and also historically men Mm -hmm. and always people that are very independent those seem to be the uh the links okay and what was their relationship with alcohol 
Mm-hmm. I think in almost every case, it was like drinking every single day. Oh, um, wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Every day. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily to the point of like being drunk every day, but certainly like a beer with dinner, beer after work kind of situation. Yeah. Um, or like maybe in some cases, five days a week, but definitely yeah. something where it was just like a regular part of any day. Yeah. Not just like something, you know, where you like drink on the weekend or whatever, just just a totally normal all the time kind of thing. Wow. So mm-hmm. extremely consistent. Oh, yes. Okay. And now at the time when you were with these like partners, what was your relationship with alcohol like? Yeah, that's, I'll just use the example of like my most recent long-term relationship because that's one where like I really noticed a change in myself where before I met this person, I would say like I had a very healthy relationship with alcohol and was like drinking, you know, now and then and not in like a bad way. And then Mm-hmm. We started living together and he was someone that has drank like every single day of his adult life, basically. Wow. Um, and I started drinking every day and it was very much just like, like I said, like a drink with dinner kind of thing. Like we wouldn't really have a meal and not have a glass of wine or a beer. Yeah. But usually that would be like probably two or three just because who wants just one when you've already had one, you want another one. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then it got to the point where like, I actually noticed in myself, like what's going on here. I'm not someone who used to drink every single day. And now I do too, just because this is like, this is just what's normal in this relationship. Yeah. And then another big thing that I noticed was like, not only were we drinking every day, but all of our activities were like focused around alcohol. So Mm. even if it was like, let's go and go for a hike, for example, yeah. The hike 100% of the time would end at a pub with drinks afterwards. Right. Like it couldn't just be like, oh, we went for a hike today, so we don't need to go to the pub. It was like, right. if we even got to a hike, but sometimes the activity was literally just going to the pub. Mm. <laughs> gotcha. So what, like what changed? Why? I mean, obviously, you know, yes, we kind of, we take up certain traits or habits that our partners have, mm-hmm. of course, like it's, mm-hmm. it's easy, right? It's also a bid mm-hmm. for connection, right? Cause if like he's doing it and it's like a social thing and, and, and obviously in this case it was constant, totally. it was every single day. So I can definitely see how it might feel like you were kind of severing that connection a little bit or like losing that that commonality or that connection with your partner if you weren't partaking as well what what kind of what was the turning point for you or what was like oh why is this so often or why is this so frequent I would actually say like that it didn't end for me within that relationship it's a huge part of why that relationship ended it ah. really was like, yeah, which I guess we've never talked about that before, yeah. but it was like, you know, I kind of got to a point where like, I just turned 35 and I'm really like looking at my life and like, you know, what are the things that really matter and looking forward with this person that I'm living with in this moment, like are the things that this person wants to spend their time doing the same things that I want to spend my time doing. Yeah. And when like literally a sunny Saturday afternoon is spent like drinking in the pub for hours every Mm. weekend 
that was really for me like I don't want to do that like that's not interesting to me I don't enjoy it there's nothing about that that like does anything for me except for like the companionship right but it was totally like okay looking ahead this is this person's never going to change because they don't want to and so I have to make the choice for myself if this is something that suits me or doesn't suit me and ultimately it was a pretty easy choice like that just doesn't suit me yeah Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's different from you because you've like grown up, you know, in bars and restaurants. So mm-hmm. like this drinking culture is really normal, right? Totally. I spent basically all of my 20s working in bars, which was in a lot of ways, like really amazing. I met a lot of my best friends that I'm still friends with now yeah. working in those places. Um, but it has been really interesting too, even with those friends. It's like, we're all older now and we're in different places in our lives. And I can't think of any of the ones like off the top of my head that still work in bars. Yeah. We don't anymore. And, you know, a lot of them have kids and a lot of them like priorities change as you get older and yeah, they're supposed to. (laughs) Yeah. Right. We're supposed to grow and expand. Is getting drunk at the same bar every single weekend actually like a fun thing to do? Yeah. Maybe not. <laughs> or is it just like default? Cause you don't know anything else. You haven't taken the time to explore anything else. It's just like the easy button, was. right? Yeah, totally. And yeah. I mean, yeah, like so much when you work in bars and restaurants, like there are a lot of close connections made. Cause I think like with any job, you spend a lot of time there. So you become close to these people and like, there's right. for sure this culture where like, you finish your shift, you sit and have a beer. That's totally just part of it. That's normal. And then someone else finishes right. their shift. Now you're having another beer. Right. So yeah, when you kind of get out of that and you start a different type of job and meet different types of people, I think that's kind of like a natural progression out of it for a lot of people. Yeah. And it's also shocking to see like, oh, not everyone drinks this like frequently and consistently and this much (laughs) absolutely um actually someone else that I was dating who had his own like issues probably more so with drugs than alcohol but he was someone who had never worked in that world at all yeah and he was actually the first person to kind of point out to me like that's actually not really that normal to be like out at the bar every night yeah it wasn't as if I was like you know out going wild every single night sometimes it was just like a couple quick drinks after work but there wasn't really a day where we didn't do that right it's more like Like a slow burn totally it's just like that's the routine and like I know that you know this too a lot of my exes I met them while I was working behind the bar and they were customers so then it's like you're not gonna you have to expect that there's gonna be like drinking as a shared thing if that's how it starts Right. I mean, that's, yeah, that's how you connect. That's how mm-hmm. it starts. Mm-hmm. Totally. Mm-hmm. So let's like fast forward to present day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what is it like to date someone who a, okay, let's just start, get the elephant out of the room. First of all, who's a woman? Mm-hmm. What is that like? Um, I would after say, dating only men. Yeah, honestly, well, um, obviously it's great. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. Obviously, it's great, and I love it. Um, mm-hmm. no, but for real, it's really great. Like I know 
I mean, not every man is the same and not every woman is the same. So it's not fair to be like, oh, well, women are this way or that way and men aren't. But in my experience, the men that I've dated were typically like pretty self-involved. And and when Mm -hmm. I say that, what I mean is like I took care of them. No one was ever trying to take care of me in any kind of way. That's just like not the way that like they're not nurturing and they weren't thinking about me in that way. So obviously with you, that's very different. Yeah. I feel like it's just, we're both doing that. It's not just me taking care of someone else and like making sure that their needs are met and then hoping that there's a way that mine can be too. Yeah. It's like very different. It's just more equal, which is interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then furthermore what is it like Mm -hmm. dating someone who has who is sober who has like no relationship with alcohol like alcohol is not on my radar it's not an option for me um yeah I mean I think it's great and and this is kind of like I don't I don't think we've talked about this that much either but like this past Mm -hmm. summer you know that I had like big disappointment in my life in the spring of this year so like this summer was definitely a bit of a wild one for me and there were definitely some times where like I was out drinking with friends and like maybe well I would wake up at home in bed thank goodness but I'd be like oh how did I get here oh good my bike is here great and I didn't even remember that and that happened like probably two or three times this summer not one time yeah so already it was like okay I know that I don't want to keep doing that like that's really dangerous and that's really scary and I've never been someone who's like I need to quit drinking entirely because Mm -hmm. that just I don't think is like right for me but before I even met you what I'm getting at is I already was like I really need to chill on the drinking it's not serving me at all right now like I just don't want to do it and when I had that thought in my head it never occurred to me that like I should date a sober person. (laughs) It just, it just just totally was like, okay, you know what? Actually was like kind of seeing someone this summer who was like, I remember there was one day that he was literally drunk before 10 AM. And I was just like, what am I Uh, doing? Like, this isn't, this is not attractive. Right. Like I, and I don't want this in my life. This isn't good for me. So I just already had sort of like made that shift on my own where I was like, I, I don't want to be with people that are acting like that anymore. Mm-hmm. I want something different. I had no idea how far the other way that it would go. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then when I met you, I remember that you were like, when you told me what you do and that you don't drink, you were like, is that a deal breaker? And I was like, yeah, what kind of weird question is that? Why would it be <laughs> a deal breaker? Like, that's such an attractive quality to me that like, I couldn't understand why you were even saying, is that a deal breaker? Like something I need to, something I need to tell you, I need to get this out. Is it a deal breaker? I was like, no, this is awesome. This is just what I need. (laughs) This is going to be so good. Yeah. 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 I think, okay, let me tell, let me explain to you why I said that and why I like Mm -hmm. to be really upfront. Like, you know, when I'm dating someone or like talking with someone on like apps or whatever, like before you meet, I think it's really important to be like really transparent because, you know, sobriety is a big part of my life. And it's definitely not something that Mm -hmm. I'm ashamed of. I mean, I wear 
sweatshirts that say sober girl on them for crying out loud. (laughs) So like, I feel pretty, you know, I'm very confident in, in my sobriety and my relationship or lack thereof with alcohol. Um, so I guess why it's just really important to me that that is out in the open, that I'm really like clear and really transparent about that. And also because I noticed in all your pictures on like, okay, we also met on Hinge. So like shout out Hinge. Uh, <laughs> but all your pictures, you had a drink. Okay, actually to that. Almost um, all of them. I also, I also want to add that in my profile, um, I wrote together we can drink Negronis. Yeah, And so when we matched and then you told me that, I was like, oh man, I looked at my profile and realized everything you just said and was like, I am always holding a drink. And I suggested an activity, which is like drinking, which I is really I funny because I wasn't like, yeah, we did. Obviously we had, yeah, yeah. not Negronis. Um, but yeah, it was interesting because like all those things to me were like, I wasn't consciously like, I'll show that I drink and that I want to drink Negronis like that's it wasn't like that it was just like that's how it's just always been for me so I just put it out there and then when I met you I was like oh man if things hadn't continued with you I would have gone back and redone my profile and like taken the drinking out because like that's not really looking for totally or at least change the part about getting Negronis together and been like together we could go cold plunge or do something cool instead (laughs) (laughs) or like take over the world whatever yeah I mean for that yeah yeah that's so interesting yeah I mean that's that's also why I made it a real strong point to be like and it's totally fine because I have had people in the past like I've I've been up front with them told them like, Hey, we can totally meet for, cause you know, go for a drink is like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Is like code, standard. right? Standard. Yeah. Um, and I said, you know, I would love to go for a drink, but just a heads up, like I will not be drinking alcohol. If you're comfortable with that, like let's yeah. roll, let's ride. I actually feel like in other times in my life, yeah. if you had told me that I actually probably would have been like, oh, I don't know. I know you would have. You know, but it was just like <laughs> but all the things that I just talked about earlier, like obviously yeah. before you met me, you didn't know what kind of summer I had. You didn't know what I went through this year. Like you didn't know all of that. And you didn't know that I was literally at a place where I'd like make the decision for myself that I just really didn't want alcohol to be like a key player in my life because there's no reason for it except that it just always was. Yeah. Like you know, it wasn't something that I'm like, I love alcohol. I love drinking. It's just yeah. like, it's just what we, it's just what we do. Yeah. So we do all the time. We go for drinks, whatever. And yeah, I'd just already been like, I don't want to do that. And then I met you. Do you want to talk about how I barely drink anymore? <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, now, now that you're like more aware, right. And we're talking about totally. all these things and like, you know, it's, it's my life. So obviously I share my life with you. How yeah. does that affect you? Like, what does that look like for your relationship with alcohol and how you- I think we can all agree that anxiety is so 2023. Say peace out to anxiety and overwhelm with chill vibe gummies. Made with ashwagandha root, L-theanine, GABA, chamomile flower, and lemon balm, these gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO gummies are the perfect way to change your vibe naturally and most importantly, 
safely. Whenever I tried medication for my anxiety, I was always hit with extreme side effects that made me feel paranoid or just completely numbed of all emotions, the good and the bad. Chill Vibe Gummies make you feel like you, just minus the anxiety. Go to vibegummies.com to get your gummies today. That's V-I-B-E gummies.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But sometimes the best ones happen when you put the work in to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all your relationships, whether with your friends, work, your significant other, or most importantly, yourself. My biggest fear is that I was unlovable, that something was just not good enough or deserving of love. My therapist has helped me to see that my thoughts are not necessarily the truth. Therapy has helped me overcome these limiting beliefs that were keeping me in unhealthy patterns in my life. We are our own worst critic, and I love that my therapist reminds me of how far I have come. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com ASGG today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash ASGG. You consume alcohol. Yeah. Well, I also want to say like... Um when I told all of my friends and family that I was dating a woman, nobody batted an eye and they were like, cool. Yeah, that's great. And then I was like, yeah. Oh, and she doesn't drink. And everyone's like, Oh, oh well, she's not going to let you drink. Or she's like, is that going to be a problem? And people I were like really you. hung up on that, <laughs> which also, yeah, it was like, I mean, just really interesting because then even from that and me being like, well, no, like I'm an independent person that makes my own choices. She's not going to make me do anything. Right. But the funny thing is, I just don't want to drink anymore. Like when I'm hanging out with you and it's just you and me, for example, like, I, yeah. why would I want to have a drink? Like, I just don't want to. There's no nothing like calling me to it. We've yeah. gone out and I'll have like a drink for sure, because yeah. that's still something that I enjoy. And I think like works for me and is okay for me. And I know that you're comfortable with it. Yeah. Um, but it's just been really interesting that like, it really, I think most of all, like just made me reflect on like my relationship with alcohol, whether, I don't know if you probably did see that coming, but I didn't, I just was like, Oh, whatever. She's cool with me drinking. So like, it's fine. And then now I just don't really want want to. And it's not like, yeah, like I said, it's not never, but if it's just like a weeknight and I'm just chilling at home, why does alcohol need to be part of that? It just really doesn't. So for me, it's really shifted from something that's just like a habit to something that's like, if I am going to drink, it's a really conscious decision. And I'm probably not going to have more than two because I really don't want to be drunk. I don't want to not know how I got home. I don't want to be acting like an idiot. I don't want to embarrass myself in a professional environment, which is something I have done before. Like, I just don't want to do that. Yeah, definitely. I think that also like the reason why it doesn't bother me if you drink because drinking isn't your main priority. Mm -hmm. Like you have, I would say that you have like a 
really healthy relationship with alcohol. Like you could literally, mm -hmm. you're indifferent to it. You could literally take mm -hmm. it or leave it. And I've, I've seen you do that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I'm like, oh my God, you're just having one. Like if that was me, I would be like, no, like we're having four or five. I <laughs> mean, course. I feel really that's blessed the difference to in us. someone. Yeah, totally. And I think that's like a difference for a lot of people, but that's something I know about myself. Like I absolutely can say no to myself. I've always been able to. And that's like with anything in my life, like yeah. even if it's just like junk food or things like that, like I, oh, you're so good I know that. myself well and I trust myself and I know that I'm not going to get carried away. I feel like if I was a person who like wasn't capable of that and didn't have that self-control, I probably would just stop drinking altogether because. Okay. Well, let's talk about that. Like that's how, like, yeah. How, <laughs> okay how do you do that or how how <laughs> how do you get that self-control or like I guess what does it come down to like what are the components and make up self-control when you change your relationship with alcohol you realize you have so many hours in the day I love to dedicate my time to skincare and Osea makes me and my skin feel and look like a queen Osea's clean, vegan, and sustainable body care is a glowing choice for achieving your body care and self-care goals. Whenever I use the Andaria Algae Body Butter, people literally stop me on the street. My skin is flawless and glowing, and I love the thick and unbelievably rich texture that absorbs instantly. Skincare is a habit worth keeping all year round. Osea can help your skin have a healthy glow every day. Because let's be honest, skincare is self-care. With over 27 years of seaweed-infused products, Osea is safe on your skin and the planet. It is clean, vegan, and cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. Never choose between your values and your best skin. Start the new year fresh with clean, vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code ASGG at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to oseamalibu.com and use code ASGG for 10% off. Control for you. Well, okay, I will say that like self-control alcohol is like it definitely gets to a point where like if you if you like let that down even for a second like your self-control and you're like ah oh, you know what I know I shouldn't have three but I'll just have three for mm -hmm. me once I get past that point like three means 10 and I'm coming home incredibly late like because right. now I because now I've lost that if I've right. had a few drinks I don't yeah. anymore have the ability to say no Right. But before I start anything, I can yeah. like just set out rules for myself and be like, mm. you know, there's actually been a lot of times too where like I've been out with friends and I decide before I go out, I'm only having one drink and I might stay out for like five hours because we're having a blast and like the conversation right. is amazing. Yeah. And it doesn't mean I've had one drink, I gotta go. It's over right. for me. It's like I've really seen and actually I'm just realizing this right now it's funny that I think that's like maybe from bartending because I was sober when I was bartending right and I was with people that were drinking and I was totally involved in what they were doing and I was involved in the conversations and I was still yeah able to see that like I can totally be part of this and have more enjoyment mm -hmm. 
without like necessarily participating. It doesn't have to be about that. And yeah, I, I do honestly feel like that sort of control though is something that like I personally believe people have it or they don't. I think it's something that we either like, I don't know if that means we inherit it from our family or if it's just whatever, but it's something that. I, I think you think can learn it. it. I think you can learn. I mean, I can... but to me, it's not even like a, a real battle or a conversation with these things. It's just like, okay, I don't. Well, because it's natural now. Not me, I just won't have it. Yeah. But it's natural for you. Like you have that like naturally. Well, it, it's become natural for you. Cause like you've instilled that belief in yourself and like, I don't know. I think it yeah. definitely has like a bit of like self-worth like wrapped up in there. Totally. Like- I was going to say like what I think it comes down to is like I know what's good for me and what's not good for me. And so if I I'm trying to be good to myself, I like I know exactly what that looks like and what that means. Yeah. And, and how it feels. Totally. And yeah. it's like and I know and even like with drinking too is like I know I'll be hung over tomorrow if I drink a whole lot. And so that helps yeah. me with this decision. I'm like, right. okay, I can literally choose a hangover or choose yeah. no hangover. Like it's up to me. I have the power. I have the control to make that choice. Yeah. Do I want to be hung over tomorrow? It's supposed to be sunny out and there's something I want to do. Like, nope, I don't want that. It's not right. worth it. I think yeah. that's what it is too. It's like weighing weighing things out and being like is it worth it that's where the control comes into it's like usually it's not worth it right and so yeah say no to yourself (laughs) I mean for me like when I was drinking it was just impulsive it's like why Mm -hmm. not it wasn't like who cares if we live tomorrow like we'll deal with it then (laughs) you know that's probably also another big difference between you and me though is yeah. like I am always thinking about like all the things that could happen or that might happen and I'm yeah. constantly living in the future basically which is like something I'm really trying to work on and not yeah. getting hung up on like what could happen or where could this go or what might this be but that sure. is something that I've always done so I'm not like I don't do things like that just like woo, whatever I'm like okay if we do this we have to make sure that this 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 and this are going to be in place so that when we do it it's going to go like this yeah babe literally so. that's like <laughs> we were just talking about this and how we pack like yeah you were stressed out and taking hours to pack we're leaving tomorrow morning I haven't even started packing which you know what it stresses me out that you haven't packed like not only did it not only was I worrying about my packing, which is very strategic and very organized and very thoughtful, I'm like, I came over and saw your empty suitcase and I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, I will let, I'll show you. I'll be packed in like 15 minutes. I know. I'm sure you. But also, just my like- theory in my the back of my head is you know what? If I didn't pack it, I'll just buy it. Yeah, I'm just a planner and I just can't do that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. I guess that's why, like, we're a good match, right? Until, mm-hmm. until it's not. Well, until so we're we like, oh my God, get it together. Or something. Like, yeah, well, yeah. We'll see how the trip goes. <laughs> to be continued. Part two. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Episode two. Yeah, exactly.
Yeah. Yeah. But it's really interesting. Like we're going home to meet your parents this weekend. Mm -hmm. And like Mm -hmm. you said, like your parents don't really drink that much, right? That is accurate. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder how that's going to like, that's going to be really interesting. Cause I'm used to like parent, like my parents definitely drink. I mean, my mom, not to Mm -hmm. like excess, Mm -hmm. but it's around like my brother's hit it hard. My dad, when I see him, good couple bottles of wine. Like that's also how he like, I don't know, like flexes, right? Like, yeah, yeah. That's his like flex. Like, oh, check out this bottle of wine, you know? Um, But it's going to be really interesting to like be around parents who that isn't, again, that isn't a priority. It isn't like a thing really yeah not at all I found out when I was like well into adulthood that my dad's dad was actually an alcoholic really I had no idea I didn't know that at all when I was a kid like it just wasn't something that was ever talked about but I was told that I I feel like either by like an aunt or my mom like not by my dad Mm -hmm. my dad never really talks about that um but throughout my life I think I've seen my dad drunk once I was a kid and we were on a camping trip Mm. and that was the only time that he's ever been drunk and otherwise he'll have like one beer or no beer maybe two like just I think of anyone who has a relationship with alcohol his is like the healthiest it literally is like he can absolutely take it or leave it he loves beer he enjoys the taste of beer like he likes trying new things right but it's like yeah, it's always just one and that's, and that's it. And then it's over. But yeah, I think it's really interesting too, because I didn't know before that he grew up with a father who was an alcoholic. And so I think that probably has a lot to do with the choices that he makes with alcohol now. Yeah, I bet. Would assume it would have an influence. Yeah. Ooh, we should bring Mm -hmm. him some like good non-alcoholic beers. Maybe he'd be like interested in them. That's the thing is like, he loves to just try new things. He'd be totally into that. We should. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to bring him I will get him one of those like stouts or porters because I've enjoyed those too. I love that. It's like, I think one of the reasons that sometimes people don't want to not, don't want to not drink is like, well, I don't want a Coke or I don't want like, you know, a ginger ale. It's like, I love beer. It tastes good. I enjoy it. But now there's so many delicious options that give you that same like feeling that you want. If what you want isn't the alcohol, what you really want is a delicious drink. Yeah, totally. Oh, there's so yeah, many we're good definitely options. Gonna get him, we're going to get him some of those for sure. Yeah, totally. Um, is there anything else you would like to add about what it's like dating me, a sober girl? You? <laughs> yeah. Not that I'm fishing for compliments, but just like mm-hmm. anything else you want to add on your like perspective of dating someone literally the complete opposite of what you've been dating for like pretty much your whole life. Mm -hmm. no big deal no for real like yeah I mean I'll just say it I someone asked me the other day like oh well what's just like and I'm like well you remember my most recent ex it's like exactly the opposite (laughs) (laughs) and yeah yeah, I just said that to my friend on FaceTime last night I was remembering now but no it's just it's just awesome I, I feel like there's this level of like respect and trust between you and I like from day one and yeah yeah it's just like someone who doesn't 
drink is inherently someone who's so much more reliable and like someone Mm -hmm. being reliable is so important to me. It's like when you say that you're going to be somewhere, you're always there. And I never have to like it. It's just never even been a thought to me that like, oh, she's not going to come through. Like, of course you're going to, which is something that I really love. And it's just like a level of consideration too. In my own experience with a person who would drink and like go to the pub after work they would be home whenever they decide to get home and there was never any thought about me like waiting at home for them yeah it just wasn't their concern and so that's just been yeah I just feel they're really cared about by you (laughs) just so nice honestly just it's so nice like you've done so many nice things for me and it's just great. Also, you're very smart and funny. Those are the things you wanted me to say too, right? <laughs> Those are the things that I paid you to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And incredibly good looking, obviously. Okay. And that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's just great. It's just like a great, healthy, mature relationship too. Actually, yeah, I want to add one more thing because yeah. another big thing with you and me is like anytime that we've had any type of issues whatsoever we've really been able to like talk it out in a really mature way too not by getting angry and like saying things that we don't mean and then we have to go back and be like sorry about what I said I just said it in the heat of the moment it's like you know that could happen when you're sober for sure but it seems a lot less likely to get into those super like heated you know just and just saying things that you don't mean just to try to hurt someone like doesn't have to be like that we can just sit down and have a conversation express how we're each feeling and maybe that's also part of dating a woman which (laughs) is like (laughs) we're able and willing to communicate about our feelings um which has really just been amazing because it feels like whatever comes ahead like we'll just deal with it because we can talk about it yeah I definitely agree I mean it's so easy when you've had a couple of drinks just to have like those loose lips almost. Mm. Right. And just like, totally. let, let shit fly. And it's like, you can't take those things back, you know, and that's a total yeah. form of like disrespect, but also that comes much easier when you've been drinking, I think. Totally. And I find that there's also like, there's like way too much forgiveness when there's those things that are said and then mm. both people are people that are drinking or we're drinking at that time or they're you know drinking on a regular basis it's like yeah. you're very quick to forgive someone who said something that was not okay for them to say yeah because it's like oh well okay we everything was kind of wild because we had a few drinks so like it's fine I feel like when people are saying that that's okay it's like because they know that they're going to do the same thing and they don't want to be held accountable for it totally this really bad i just had this crazy visual of like literally just like spinning your wheels in the same place like when you're drinking and you're saying shit like that and you're saying stuff you know to your partner that is just totally rude and unacceptable but then you're also you're almost allowing it or excusing it because, you know, of your drink, you're drunk or there was alcohol mm-hmm. involved or whatever. You're literally going nowhere. It's like mm-hmm. this, you're just spinning your wheels in the same fucking position. And it's like, 
how do you expect your relationship to go forward? Like, how do you expect to grow and like progress as even a couple if that shit keeps happening? Yeah, you don't. And then eventually resentment builds and then one person leaves. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's like a surefire way to like, first of all, make a relationship super stagnant. And then second Mm -hmm. of all, hate each other and you break up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just a recipe for disaster. Yep. Yes, Mm ma'am. Okay. Well, I want to thank you again for sharing your perspective and your knowledge and Mm -hmm. i love it and i love dating you how awesome is laura i think i'm gonna keep her around i hope that by listening to this conversation and laura's perspective and my insight that this gives you some kind of hope. If you are single, if you are looking for a partner or within your relationship that you have now, I think it's really important to know that your partner doesn't necessarily need to understand all the ins and outs of what's happening with you or your relationship with alcohol, but it's really nice for them to be just supportive because they love and they care about you and that's all that really matters all they really need to know that's all they really need to do is just love and support you as always thank you so much for listening please make sure to rate subscribe and leave your feedback about the the podcast we love your comments follow us on facebook and instagram at a sober girls guide and hit up a sobergirlsguide.com our blog has tips and tricks to help you at every stage of your booze-free journey. We got your back. Head to a sobergirlsguide.com. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day.